0: Hey there. You know what? Like a lot of things in our business, this podcast has a deadline. Welcome to Clienting. Humans of the internet, it's me, Grant Sanders. It is I. I'm here to help. I'm here to help explain some of the stuff that goes on in creative people's heads. It's the Clienting Podcast, the podcast for anyone who wants to understand the creative process better work well with creative people and make the work better. And today, we're talking about something that, you know, it just seems like it's just a part of the process, but it really is critically important, and that is the deadline. You know what I mean? So, I I was reminded of this this weekend when I executed the Nantucket Buskathon, 12 hours of continuous music. Um, I didn't have to play that whole time. I, I only played for three hours, give or take. Um, But uh, the Buskathon was a huge success. 15 musicians. And uh, the thing about this project, which was a true, pure labor of love for me, the thing about the project was it had a deadline. You know, we had to do all these things to lead up to October 8th and We needed to get, you know, we needed to set up a stage on the streets of the mean streets of Nantucket. We needed to get all the advertising out. We needed to apply for the permit and pay for the permit. We had to invite all the musicians, and all of that had to be done before October 8th. Because let's face it, there's something about deadlines that light a fire under people, at least for me as a creative person. If I have a really great, true deadline, then I know what I need to do. And like a lot of things, you know, oftentimes this podcast gets recorded on the day that it goes out. Um, And uh, this particular episode is no exception. Um, If you are listening to it on the day it launches, uh, it was probably recorded the earlier in the day. But having a deadline means you can prioritize things. And You know they're critically important to any project a project without a deadline often doesn't get done you know Um, I have a project that I've been working on since oh I have to say November of last year and one of the reasons it's gone on and on and on is because no clear launch date for this thing has been set deadlines just make creative people pay attention Having a deadline does clarify things. You know what I mean? Having a deadline allows everyone on the team to understand the order of operations and when they need to get something done so that the project actually launches. They're they're important. And, you know, here's the thing. If a creative service person does not ask about the deadlines in the kickoff meeting, they're not really doing their job. If a creative person says, okay, when do we need to have this done? And the client says, ASAP." ASAP is a great answer if you want to sound like there's a sense of urgency. But to a creative person and, and clients you're gonna you're gonna like do a big forehead slap on this one. To a creative person, ASAP means it doesn't need to be done right away because as soon as humanly possible, means, okay, as soon as I get the other projects that are on my plate, off my plate, right? Who decides what ASAP means? I think you need to be a little bit more specific than ASAP. Do you need it tomorrow or do you need it before the end of the year? Because if someone were to come to me right now with all that I have on my plate, all that I have running through my little studio... And they said we need this asap i would say well as soon as possible will be sometime in january because i've got a lot of stuff going on that's as soon as possible now if they were to come to me and say we need it on monday then i would say okay here's what i'm going to do to make that happen you see how you need it on monday is so much better than asap and you may mean the same thing pick a day pick a specific day ASAP is less than helpful because it's open to interpretation. October 28th is not open to interpretation. October 28th, before the end of the day, is even better. So, you know, deadlines are critical. And you know what? Creative people have deadlines, but clients have deadlines too. You know, when I sit down to create a new project, I will create a scope of work document. And part of that scope of work document is a schedule. And I will highlight either underline or in a different color. In that schedule, I will highlight the tasks that the client needs to do in order to move the project forward. Those deadlines are critically important too. In fact, those deadlines are often more important than the delivery deadline, right? Because if a client... Doesn't hit their deadlines internally within the middle of the project. That messy middle. Thank you, Scott Belsky. Um, if a client doesn't hit their deadlines in the middle of the project, it's very very hard to make the end deadline. And you know, when I create those scope of work documents, I often include the phrase: "Any delay in meeting these internal deadlines will have ramifications for budget or schedule or both." And Nobody wants to read that. It's true. If we hit the marks and the client takes a week to get back to us, making that deadline is no longer feasible. Not if you're working with good creative service people that have other projects going on. And I got to tell you, I can't remember the last time I only had one or two projects running through the studio. It's always four or five projects, it's always uh, a juggling act to get work out the door. And the one thing that I, as a creative person, pride myself on, and I know a lot of creative people are this way, it's getting the work done. I like getting stuff done, you know? That's one of the reasons that um, when I am asked to join the board of a a non-profit or if I'm asked to, you know, be part of a committee at, at at a school or something like that, I balk at that because I find that committees tend to do a lot of talking and very little action. And also nonprofit boards are really good for handing out direction, but not doing the work. You know, I like to do the work and I like to get the work done. That's why deadlines really matter to me. And that's why they matter to a lot of creative people, right? So long story short, we have deadlines. So do you. And both are critically important, right? As soon as you miss one or two internal deadlines, and this is this is important, it sends a message, right? You miss one or two internal deadlines, it's clear to the agency or the creative team that deadlines are no longer important to you. And I've had clients throughout the years that were really big and, you know, they talked a good game at the beginning of a project, but when it came time to actually get the work done, to approve something or provide some input or some background information that was necessary or to set up some calls with other people within the organization or to do anything that would help move the project forward a lot of those clients just sort of fell fell down on the job I can tell you that only a very few creative people will kill themselves to make up for the time lost when a client doesn't meet their deadlines. you know, If it's a c- critically important project, if it's something where the the outcome is going to be super beneficial to everyone involved, sometimes we will, you know, pull an all-nighter, either literally or figuratively uh, to get the work out the door. But often when a client falls down on their deadlines, it's a, clear signal to the creative team that deadlines no longer matter in this project context. So keep, keep that in mind, you know? Um, and again, it's important to stick that project schedule up on your cubicle wall or your office wall or, or have it handy and understand what needs to get done and when um, I've done hundreds and hundreds of work back schedules on projects and meeting those deadlines just if we don't meet them we, the project often falls by the wayside you know cuz we have other things to do as do you like i said we creative people we never just have one or two projects going on it's always it's always a number of projects and it's a juggling act we have to we have to have some assurance that the deadlines are real and here's a little message to my friends in the project management arts. Okay. Do not give your creative people fake deadlines. I've seen this happen many, many times, especially in the agency setting, you know, a project manager will just put a deadline in front of a creative team that they know is not the, the deadline, uh, because they, it's a, it's disrespectful, you know, essentially, it's, they don't have respect for the creative team's ability to get their work done. So they will give them a fake deadline so that there can be um, some slush in the schedule that uh, they can use later. And, you know, as a creative person, when I find out that somebody gave me a fake deadline, like this doesn't need to be done by Friday, and I had two other projects or three other or five other projects that needed to be done, it's just not appreciated. You know, give creative people credit for being smart enough to be able to handle their workload. You know what I mean? I do not dig the fake deadline ploy. You know who you are. Don't give those fake deadlines out. Give us real deadlines. Help us understand the entire process. I've always done better work when I knew what the account people were doing, what the client was doing, when I knew when the media recommendations were going to come out, when the production people were hitting the, the job, when the digital people were going to take it over. I've always done better work when I knew what everybody else was doing and I knew what the process was. Because, let's face it, no one can do big projects like that, like a website. No one can really do a website on their own, unless it's a very simple website, right? Um, or unless you're dealing with somebody who is just crazy talented in in lots of different areas but for the most part you know it's a team sport and if you are hitting your deadlines you're not just doing it for yourself but you're also doing it to make everybody else's task line up the right way right it's it's about being a team player and i've been accused in the past of not being a good team player but when it comes to deadlines i try very hard to meet my deadlines so everybody else can meet theirs you know what i mean So next, let's talk about typical deadlines for a project, okay? So a website. If it's a simple website, right, maybe a one-page website or a a simple homepage with a couple of other pages, like an About Us page or something like that, something that doesn't have e-commerce built into it, something that doesn't require any kind of extra plug-in, or module or anything like that. Those kinds of projects can be done in a few days if you're working with a team that has the bandwidth and has the, the authority and power to launch those kinds of things on their own with your okay. Um, I have done moderately complex websites in a weekend, you know, for some clients who really, really needed something on the web right away. But typically, those projects will take a couple weeks. The the small, simple websites, because you need to choose a theme. And when I say theme, I don't mean uh, something that's thematic. I mean a look and feel. Um, Like in WordPress, they have a bunch of themes that you can choose from that are pre-designed templates that allow you to plug in your imagery and your copy and make the website work. And choosing a theme can be quick and easy, or it can be really hard. But, you know, I've done websites in a weekend, but typically those short websites, a couple weeks, right? Just for approvals and testing and all the things that need to happen. Um, And I can walk through the schedule for you if you like. You know, you do the kickoff, you choose a theme. I usually mock up two or three different looks and feels in two or three different development sites. So a client has something to click on so they can see what it's going to look like. And then we choose one of those themes. Um, we make any simple modifications, the more complex modifications will require more time, obviously, but simple modifications can be implemented in a, in an afternoon. And then we start to plug in the copy and the imagery, and then we do some testing and then we do some fine tuning and we launch and that's a couple weeks. You are listening to Clienting, the podcast for anyone who wants to improve the state of the client-creative relationship. If you like Clienting, please tell a friend and visit us at client-ing.com and review us on iTunes. Now back to our show. A complex website. So right now I'm doing a complex website. For a nonprofit client, they have uh, situations where some of their customers are going to need their own username and password. Some of their employees are going to need their own page that they can modify on their own. There's e commerce built in. They're selling all kinds of different things on the website. There's an educational component to the website. There's a news component to the website. And this project is going to require. Um, the better part of November, December, and January to get out the door. And also knowing how this client works, I can pretty much assure you that um, it's not going to be quick. It'll be good, um, but it's not going to be fast. Uh, and so, you know, some more complex websites that have e-commerce built in, that have different, different modules or, or online tools built into them, they may require a little bit more time. So three months for a complex website, and then there are super complex websites with dozens and dozens of pages and lots and lots of different. You know, if it's a a manufacturer or if it's a large uh, industrial concern that has a lot of SKUs, then you know you could be talking about six months to get the website out the door. Just the planning of that website alone could take a full month or a month and a half, um, and as we've talked about before the more people involved um, the longer it's going to take you know if you have a lot of people on the client side that are involved a lot of people on the creative side that are involved it's going to take more time than if it's just a small team working really really focused and hard to get that website out the door right so you know if you come to your creative service firm your digital agency your ad agency and you say i need this website by a week the week after next and it's, and it's a big complex website, then um, that deadline, there's going to be pushback on that deadline. So set realistic deadlines. Okay. What about an ad campaign? How long does it take to get an ad campaign done? And what's a good deadline for that? Well, generally speaking, the minimum that you want to allow for an ad campaign is a month, give or take. And why do I say that? Well, for the most part, If you don't have the media purchased and planned, it's going to take at least a month or longer to get the media purchased and planned. So, you know, the thing about advertising is if it's newspaper, it's a little faster. If it's a magazine, it's uh, less quick. You know, there's lead times involved. So if you need an ad campaign, um, if it's TV, you never know. You might need a couple months of lead time. In order to place that media, to buy it, negotiate it, place that media. So, you know, just just be aware that just from a media standpoint alone, your deadline needs to be a month or two, right? Um, creative teams, if you're doing a, a conceptual ad campaign, creative teams would need a minimum of a week to do concept development, and then at least another week to get your approval and to make changes. And then you need to go into production and then production could take up to a week or two, depending upon the complexity of the idea and you know, what's involved in the scope of the project. So yeah, about a month for an ad campaign minimum, it could be much longer. You know, the, another good rule of thumb is the more money you have to spend on an ad campaign, the longer it's going to take because, um, (laughs) you know, these kinds of things happen where, Ad agencies tend to be really good at spending your money, and uh, they will find a way. And sometimes the best way to do that is to spend more time on your project because they bill by the hour, right? That's another little trick that I can lay on you right now. If you want to save money on your project, don't allow a maximum deadline. Set your deadline for the minimums, right? Because people will get to work. There's not going to be a lot of wheel spinning. And there's not going to be a lot of padding of that timesheet on your behalf, right? Don't kill your creative service firm, right? Don't make them jump through hoops every time, but don't allow a lot of extra time in a process for, you know, that wheel spinning, that extra cost that can get added to your job if you want to save money. All right. What about, you know, like a data sheet or a cell sheet? How long does that take? A couple of weeks, you know, maybe less, maybe more, um, seven days, 10 days. And the reason I say that is because sometimes when we do a project like that, it's, it's copy supplied by the client that needs to be reworked, that needs to be copy edited and proofed and, uh, proofed for consistency and things like that. And that often takes a little more time than getting an input session going and then having a copywriter start from scratch because of the back and forth that happens when, uh, creative service firms edit client copy. You know, there's a little bit of pride of ownership in there and sometimes clients push back on the edits and it can go back and forth a lot. But if, uh, if a real pro is starting from, from the beginning and creating a a bit of copy, they can get, they can knock that job right out. You know, And provide the client with something that they can approve especially if they have a working relationship three four days to write the copy and three or four days to design the the sell sheet and then um, the rest of the time is taken up with approvals and production now that's assuming that it's a PDF sell sheet if it needs printing often you know the rule of thumb used to be allow two weeks for printing Um, I've seen printing happen in as little as a week and as much as a month. Just depends upon the job. But yeah, typically allow two weeks for printing. So that will set allow you to set your deadline. If it's a printed cell sheet, if it's a a digital file, then you know a couple of weeks, 10 days, seven to ten days. What about a social media video campaign? Well, you know, it just depends upon the production and the scope. If you're shooting everything on a on a souped up cell phone, it can be pretty quick. You know, I produced a a bunch of videos last week for social media that only took me a couple of hours and they were, you know, somewhat easy to do. But if you are creating something with a crew, um, you know, it could be two to three weeks to get something done. And, you know, you have to come up with the idea. You have to cast the project. You need to get scripts written. Two to three weeks is is often a minimum for that kind of thing right if it's kinetic type it may take a lot less time and a lot more a lot less effort Um, just depends right what about if you just want to have a new page added to your website well you know that could be three four days right don't set a three-week deadline set a deadline for next week can we get this page up next week now I recall a recent project where a client really wanted something up and running. But every time the creative team brought the project back to the client, they made changes, right? And so instead of launching in the middle of April, this page got launched in the middle of May because nobody could stop making changes. Now, here's a little secret about web pages that is really not a secret. If you want to launch in April, launch in April. And if you want to make changes, make changes to that page and and update the page as you go. You know, as long as it's factually correct and well proofread, you can make as many changes as you want and no reader is really going to come back and say, "Oh, you changed that sentence," you know. Get the project out the door and and make it better as you go, you know? You can have incremental deadlines on on web projects. And that's not a bad thing, right? So Finally, let's talk a little bit about emergencies. You know, sometimes you just have this project that needs to get done. The CEO has lit a fire under his team and said, we need to get this done. Um, Somebody's going to get fired if if we don't get this project out the door. Sometimes there is a media opportunity that pops up and that you've paid for and you really need to take advantage of it. And so the deadline is... Completely, totally unrealistic, but your creative service firm moves heaven and earth to meet it. And that happens all the time, right? I've had that happen before. I had a client who had a meeting. I'm going to fly to New York next week. We got to get this thing out the door. You know what? I dropped everything. We got it out the door and the meeting went well, you know? And, you know, we, these emergency deadlines, we call them fire drills because, you know, the alarm bell either literally or figuratively, rings and everybody, you know, puts down their fork or puts down their pencil and and we all, you know, descend the fire pole and jump into the fire truck and, and we're off to put that fire out. That happens. It happens more than you might think. And here's another thing that a lot of people don't think about. For some clients, every project is a fire drill. If you've been in this business long enough, you've found clients like that where every project is an emergency, every project is a favor, every project requires that you put everything else aside and concentrate 100% of your effort on that project. And we've talked about this before. That it's it's not it's not something you want to get into a habit of doing. You don't want to be that client for for whom the creative team has a certain sense of disdain because every project is anxiety ridden every project causes everyone to you know miss lunch or or stay stay late you don't you don't want to be that client that is despised because every time the phone rings everybody looks at caller id and they say oh no what next what's next you know You know, a fire drill is a great way to save some money. And I understand why clients want to do that. Because the less time you give a creative service firm to do a project, the less they're going to charge you, right? Even if they charge you a rush fee, it's not going to be as much as if you spent months and months on a project. If you only have a week to do the project, they can't really charge you for a month's worth of time. Unless, you know, they put 10 teams on the project, which happens. You know, I've been in projects where... agency said we really need to get this right the first time so we're going to put three teams on it you know generate a lot of ideas generate a lot for the client to react to that happens that happens a lot but you know if you are that kind of client that generates fire drill projects on a regular basis you might win the battle you know but you're going to lose the war And but what i mean by that is you will get work out the door And you will satisfy the needs of your communications plan. But you're not going to get the best work, right? Because oftentimes to get really great work, you need to give creative people enough time to do the job they need to do. And you're not going to get the least expensive work because saving money often comes after a project gets done. And then the project needs to get duplicated in some way. And that's where you save a ton of money because of what the creative team learned in the process of creating the project the first time in a fire drill no one learns anything right you don't really get to experience the process in the same way you would for a normal project and therefore you don't really get the benefit of the discovery and the learning that happens in those kinds of project processes right no one can do their best work during a fire drill, unless they are just such a killer professional that they can do great work under any circumstances. And and those people are very rare. I remember one time leaving a client's offices at 5 p.m. knowing that we had a meeting the next day at 8 a.m. and didn't have what the client wanted and had to just, you know, ask everyone to stay late. And generate more stuff for the client to approve and you know that particular situation I didn't leave the agency until six fifteen the next morning and I just went back to my apartment took a shower got in my car met the rest of the team at the clients offices and we presented the work but we got the work done did we learn anything did we grow as creative people did we help the client build their brand in any way I'm not sure But I do know that we met that crazy, ridiculous deadline. So just keep that in mind. If you are the kind of person that is not necessarily well organized, then you may need someone on your team from a client standpoint. Someone who understands the process and can help you set deadlines in a a way that makes sense for everyone involved. Right. Don't coddle your creative service firm. Don't, don't. Give them more weeks or months than they need, obviously, but good communication is key. Allow people the time to do their best work, you know? Pay fewer rush fees, right? Make sure that uh, your brand is well served. Just to recap, deadlines are critical to understand. It's good to know what kind of deadline each kind of project needs. It's good to have good communication with your creative service firm so that they can help you set deadlines more readily. Don't make everything a fire drill. Uh, A fire drill once or twice a year is fine. But if every project is a fire drill, you will quickly lose the respect and enthusiasm from your creative team. I can tell you, you know, in the past I've had clients, you know, we we would happily cash their checks. But um, working with them getting work out the door too quickly it, it was just too much anxiety you know you could practically smell the cortisol as you walk down the hallway in the agency that's that's no way to live folks don't set crazy deadlines all the time and you know don't settle for asap i never will you know i always ask a client when do we need to get this done um, and sometimes they say to me you tell me and then i will have the benefit of saying okay let me do a work back schedule and figure it out. But don't say ASAP. Say, uh, if you don't know when when this project should be done, ask your creative service firm. If you have a hard and fast deadline to hit, lay that on the table. Um, and, th- and this is another thing, another point that I should should have brought up earlier in this podcast. Okay? When you set a deadline, you help the creative team. Why is that? Because then they can work on creative ideas that can fit within the scope of time that you have available right if you need to get something on the air in four weeks they know that they can't take five weeks to go to europe and shoot a bunch of b-roll and create a cool little mini film um there are there are limiting factors in the creative service business right the two limiting factors are deadline and cost There are other artificial limits that we place on the projects that we do, but deadline and cost are the two limiting factors that change the value and scope of a project. They change the scope of the creative output. If a team is really good, if they know what they're doing and they've done it a few times before, they will know if you say to them, I've got three weeks to get this done, they will immediately eliminate 20% of their ideas. 20% of the ideas that would take more than three weeks to, to accomplish. You're really helping your creative team when you set a deadline. doesn't even have to be a realistic deadline. It, you're just helping them by saying, okay, we need to get this out the door in three weeks. A client comes to me and says that to me. I'm like, okay, here are my three-week ideas. Here's, here's 15 three-week ideas. I'm not going to show the client the, the five-week ideas or the, or, or the 10-week ideas because I know that they don't have that available to them. Here are my three-week ideas. Let's get those on on the table and pick one. Let's, let's hit the ground running and start creating something. I'm not going to kill myself by sh- suggesting to a client that we do a five-week idea. Okay? So anyway, that's, that's the podcast on deadlines. Hopefully not the most boring podcast in the series, but it had to be done, folks. It had to be done. We need to talk about these things. We need to understand each other. We need to help each other make the work better. Okay. And when we talk about things like deadlines, I know it's not easy to have those conversations. I know it's not fun to have those conversations, but you know what? It's important. It's important to the work. It's important to the creative team. It's important to the relationship, right? Build a good relationship, build better creative. That's what I always say. Okay. So until next time, everyone, this is your friend, Grant Sanders saying, be well. You've been listening to Clienting. A podcast for anyone who wants to improve the state of client creative relationships. For more, visit us at client ing.com and sign up to receive helpful info about making the work better. That's the goal better work. The Clienting Podcast was produced by Ray McSriff with help from Scott Dork and edited by Bobson Dugnut and Willie Dustis, technical support by Mike Truck. Music by Anatoly Smorin. Creative support from Sonny Sanders and Tony Smerik. Special thanks to Onsen Sweeney and Kevin Nogilny. And the amazing Lisa Ferland. This is your host, Grant Sanders. See you next time.